Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have another lovely episode today. Anybody who is new, uh, 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult is a person who has the ability and desire to be a person by itself, and that would be a whole human being. Your true self is a person that doesn't have any of that so-called trauma memory or charges, so your teenage self is not leading you. You are leading you. And I have a bunch of attachment and trauma-informed courses that support me to support people who are actually into wanting to be the human love narrative group of people. So the 5D Collective would be groups of educators that I get to learn from and then those who know we do not have to suffer. Some people, they are focused on emotionally learning how to get out of what would be their window of tolerance. And that's why they have great free education. YouTube has a lot of it. I was just watching one of the videos from NICBM. NICBM is a really great channel. You can follow it. They have a lot of experts speaking up. I have a bunch of their courses of which I've finished the two major trauma ones because they're focused master of trauma and then the updated one was to help us those of us i do personal development but anybody can learn uh, social workers police uh, firefighters all people who essentially say they want to help people are being look <laughs> the good therapists are trying to get them to understand our body the good therapists the, the ones who are not good they're trying to keep the ancient silverback going so we're going to move out of that one but there's your human suffering people and it's not a race. Some individuals will navigate life with the lower toroidal field. Others will the higher toroidal field. And here's why 5D mystic. So 5D mystic also knows there's not energy vampires or dark auras. When we meet people who the 4D defines energy vampires or dark auras, they all need a good therapist. The 1 to 22 scale also good therapist. So while others continue the ancient silverback stories, some of us are educated enough to know we're not going to be flat earthers. But here's why I'm woo-woo pseudoscience lady, because the sciences people will say, you're a mystic, you're woo-woo. And I'll say, yes, I am, but then again, I'm not, because you don't know everything about the sphere of consciousness, and you most likely won't. Not, not, <laughs> I don't think uh, necessarily ever say ever, but in the meantime, let's move into channeling guidance. is really awesome for 5D mystic. And today's episode is not about channel guidance, so this one is to support new stories. And uh, this... An ICBM video was on uh, expert strategies to help clients develop tolerance for emotional distress. So as I was saying, some people don't find emotions stressful. So when they don't find it stressful, here we get to learn about emotional regulation building skills. They're going to be like, you know what, I, I want to build my emotional regulation skills. Others, they are like, no, no, emotions are really hard for me. And there's good therapists out there sharing information like this. So here's another one. Let's see. Lynn Lyons, L-I-C-S-W. This is a quote. Somebody who's anxious and I sense that there is an inability to tolerate distress, I want to normalize it and go right at this idea of temporary versus permanent. So they're all sharing with human beings. There's a lot of them on the nutshell lady is another one. You can work with your window of tolerance. Though Some of us have, again, a window of welcome. I raise my hand. I have panic attacks and I have never made it into a big deal it's the other people who think i don't know how to live my life that come and tell me things and you know here's where they just care you know people care so i say hey i'm learning from a lot of great therapists uh, for my personal development stuff that i do not because i thought i 
<clears throat> had anything going on, but you know, it's okay. We all have trauma charges. So I have plenty of freeze response, I'm sure, since I am a dominant fear, emotional person. And I'm okay with that because my body is protecting Maria and I want to live. So here's the other thing. 5D, we don't have this thing called I'm ashamed of myself because I have emotions. That's why we don't do emotional distress. We do emotional window of welcome. Oh, look, I have emotions. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Wow, this is awesome. So, okay, hopefully that's clear because as we move forward, I just want those who become a part of our community to be the ones that are like, yep, we love emotions. Not, oh my God, another one, another emotional moment. Oh, please, please no, because that's where you can go to the Cusco's of the lovely planet Earth, or the therapist if you actually want to get out of the, oh no, oh no, and uh, I have all the compassion in the world, but what I don't actually appreciate is hearing all these human beings who want to share with, it's not about mystic here, it's just a person who want to tell me they're helping humanity, but they're whining about their window of tolerance, and then they're throwing around their anger circuit, and they're treating people like shit, and they're a lot of hypocrites in the book of Maria because they also use the word Christ. And I'm like, Christ said, forgive them. I think you're a squirrel from the emperor's new groove and you don't know what you're talking about, mystics, especially the 4D or the ones who look like goddesses from somewhere off, you know. And here's where, lo and behold, 5D mystics, we also have a keen eye for bullshit. And so when I see the scale of 7 to 14, unlike those who are manipulable because they have an inner child that none of them have tended to, and then they're going to go around being squirrels, and I'm not a squirrel. I'm a pacha, and I'm more than just a pacha. I'm like, did you not notice that they're... No, oh, I'm sorry. They're, they're the pedestal dude or dudette. That, that's the reality you want. I see. I see. You're... you're you're the one who's manipulable. You're not using your prefrontal cortex because your inner adult and your integrated brain is not, your optimization of human beingness is not there. So sorry that you think you actually are capable of making a intelligent, uh, you're emotionally making your decisions with a, so this is not funny, but you know, it is what it is when people flock around their Peter Pans. Okay, so people who have an emotional awareness, they will know if they're in distress and they will be with good therapists, by the way. I already know that. I've met the people who do. I want to live life. I don't want to be in a piece of shit emotional state. Why should I? I'm a human. So we're going to do again. Human love narrative. If you still believe in the devil or demons, you should really go watch Patrick McNamara as he explains what happens in our brain. And I am a mystic, so I know about the plane of the mind's eye. And I have seen things. And these things are in the mind's eye, which is why I'm not a flat earther. And it's also why I don't mind when a scientist person says, you're a woo-woo. I say, yes, it's okay. You don't experience, perceive, or understand mysticism. I do because I have a relationship with the sphere of consciousness. What's beautiful about Akashic record readings and Akash and this intelligence grid and knowing it's not some war zone of the matrix and everything, you know, the human suffering people, you know, have made it out to be. It's really sad to, to see people think that they have superpowers um, in a way that they're not actually using them. Uh, it's funny. We're going to get to this in a minute. Let me do some serious chit-chat for my regular listeners. I'm just trying to make sure anybody who's here knows don't waste your time if you believe in evil because there is none in the way that the storybooks tell you. Uh, and I love being able to consciously, as a human being who does use my left and right mode, know, yes, as I said, I'm a mystic. But I'm okay with woo-woo for a reason. 
and I'm also okay with sciences discovering new things. They're going to keep discovering. Actually, where's my lovely sad guru? He had a really good quote about science. And he's a spirituality guru. So he's a little bit more in favor of making that organic stuff stick around. I'm in favor of the blending because sciences disproves things that spirituality doesn't. For example, there's no evil can evil medieval in the way of those ancient texts. It is something very different. And when I see it manifested in human beings, I call it hypocrisy. I call them Cusco's. I call them all human beings who need to be put to the side altogether. And then with the good therapist to lecture them, sit them down and actually continue. You know, there's a movie where they do something similar, which is not actually a positive. But in this case, it would be with the compassion-based, focus-based people who know about the body. So it would still be torture because, you know, the people who don't want to handle their emotions, the thing is they have a zero one-year-old. Their humanness is not about in the mind's eye of any. No, no. Their human being, baby body, began life in a way, and they don't realize that it's all in their human body. So this isn't going to, by the way, happen because we have ancient silverbacks that actually allow the Peter Pans of the world and Cusco's of the world to find a spot because at the end of the day, expanding consciousness and human evolution, it's your choice. It's not a must. Laws will protect your physical safety. So physical safety is very simple and straightforward. Sadhguru, science should be just a quest to know, not a tool for unbridled exploitation. And he's talking about those who are not actual good scientist people. It's the left mode brainers who don't give a shit about a lot of things because they don't have their heart in the forefront. See, when a person has childhood trauma to the extent where their armor themselves shuts, it's not a devil. It's a human being who actually has a brain structure and an embodied brain that works a certain way, which is why, as I said, good therapists for all of them. So when you get that scale, it's a scale of Michael Stone. He's another person, forensic criminologist. When he's interviewed by the Well Big Think, he has a scale of all, he studies the evil people, quote unquote. But as he says, should we really use the word? It's not about evil. Uh, those were used with philosophers and religious people. And now, in fact, we got updated finally. Academia saying, should we really use that humans are uh, like what's the word that they were using they are like let me go find that screenshot i read it to my lovely listeners and i'm like yep that's exactly what the smart people know we know that humans are not inherently good or bad uh and we conclude 5d mystic here i've known this since i was a teenager i'm not good or bad people you're nice no i'm not nice i'm just a person i'm just doing human 101 so when you're an unconditionally loving person, kindness and compassion, it's called you have an integrated brain. And it's called you have differentiation. I get to support people who want to be their self. As I was saying, the people who love love, not the ones who want to do suffering. Those people can have fun with the Peter Pans of the world and continue their sad, sad saga story. And I do have compassion, but most of them will say, how dare you be good? you're not good, you're evil, and I'll be like, no, but it's okay, you can call me whatever you want, <laughs> I got the theologian and an Anglican bishop, I love this guy, what's his name, Re Rewan Williams, writer, theologian, and Anglican, he's like, yep, we shouldn't, definitely, def no evil, no good, this is, this is bullshit, okay, so here's Sadhguru, don't try to enhance your capabilities, enhance yourself, then you will naturally have enhanced capabilities, yes, but Sadhguru doesn't know what this means, in human terms, I do, 
<clears throat> it's called you need to if you want get over your trauma no it's not about getting over your trauma it's actually about processing it so like with my panic attacks when they're like just get over it. it's like that's not how my body works but thank you so much for trying to you know encourage something that you obviously don't understand but i do and thanks to good trauma experts i also know that i don't need to be concerned with anything because my health is fine my my brain works great there's no neurological shit going down okay so let's read some out of our lovely episode what those who are working with childhood trauma what happens so patrick tihan he is licsw and he has a community and he supports people to move out of their childhood trauma he's a therapist he did his own work and i always say he's healing because i don't know where he's at with all of his stuff but here's his little meme he says why work on the unfinished business we have with our abusive family question mark so why should you work on it and he says because we want our body back number one because your trauma memory is in your divine feminine that's what the people who do twin flame saga they one don't know that a twin flame is going to be part of no saga whatsoever but that's because they don't have what's called healthy self-worth so because they don't have the one healthy self-worth they also don't know how to be their own safe haven so their zero one-year-old is still seeking to attach to a pacha figure and so let's remember those people if they went to get therapy with or without their twin flame they would actually get out of the human suffering narrative and they would actually experience what love is love is infinite love never dies love has no limits love is unconditional and love is not about perfection in fact human beings are imperfectly perfect with their uniqueness which is what a person who knows how to be their self will always have it's a whole three-year-old heart that's because there's either a healed journey with good emdr child parts work and the body stuff so with a patrick tihan or with somebody else who knows how to say hey your true self is you open-heartedly and spontaneous so let's get on board with that and let me finish with patrick here so as he says why should you work with this unfinished business that you have with your abusive family okay one you want your body back two you want your peace back we want we want because he, he's a, again childhood trauma survivor so he's talking to his community who are all going to be in this boat we want our peace back and then he says we want our energy back so this is a part that said guru doesn't understand well i know that yoga helps you because i got explained it by the trauma experts what yoga does it, it supports your ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises and it supports to grow your brain structure the right mode of your brain which by the way is what gets affected in your first year of life if you have had childhood trauma and so attachment wounds and that's why 4d mystics they don't look at home in fact you can't tell a person hey look at your home because the minute you say did your family be uh, good with you uh, uh, what are you talking about i mean somebody could get literally offended because you're asking them was your household safe for you and they're going to immediately protect their family like i would and any one of us will unless you go to good therapy and you say no my family is pretty shitty they did the best they could but i uh, and and to be able to talk about it this is why the people who heal they're not crapping on their family they will talk about their family and we have mechanisms that involved codependency toxicity low self-esteem indirect communication passive aggressive i learned how to be manipulable and manipulated and that's because i was protecting myself i will know with all of my heart a person who does good therapy that there's no need to blame anyone but that the household was not safe it was not child-centric did not give the one-year-old a sense of safety the two-year-old a three-year-old a four-year-old a five-year-old all these years are part of your life as they are part of mine okay so 
I got lucky. I have secure attachment. I have a whole three-year-old heart. And that I walk people through emotional regulation building skills. The people who don't find this ideal are the ones, in fact, as I said before, either they're doing Peter Pan stuff with Isma's, Ursula's, and Coots goes out there, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because they actually think that they're badass, and they're not. They're not because their body is not yet in a state of their ideal spot, and they could be in human love, but they find the human suffering love narrative. Uh, I'm going to leave that one to the side because I have plenty of people. We're going to get to storytelling after. Uh, so the energy part, we all are able to be our own piece of pure consciousness, unconditional love, purusha, pure energy, prakriti. These are two words that you will learn in the spirituality group in a way that doesn't connect the human stuff. I'm connecting the human stuff. It's your integrated brain. Your actual integrated brain means your left, the chit-chatter, and your right, all that comes up from your body is the right, the right mode is where you pick up on nonverbal cues, the tone, everything. You know how many people miss subtle cues because they don't have access to their right mode? So they don't notice a person's tone. I've met people who instead are very much uh, in tune with their right mode. And I'm thinking of one of my good friends. And he is spot on with things that I haven't met other men be spot on with. So when it comes to genders, I don't like stereotypes, but I will say that out of all the men that I've met, this person I'm thinking about, he's the most balanced in feminine and masculine. And that's because he, he only looks in my eyes and he can tell. And that's where if you're looking in a person's eyes, the only way you can access eyes is if you have access to your own because that heart so it's is a beautiful thing when people men in this case because you know you're not a man in the book of a woman who's whole i have my own masculine my own feminine and i'm not going to feel protected by a man who doesn't know how to read subtle cues but see here's where because the standard is that they don't have their feminine because of torture from their three-year-old self in this patriarchal toxic world and terry real anytime he gets a couple going in there he's going to work with the man because he's not emotionally available because his own three-year-old heart got broken the minute and i've seen this happen it's the saddest thing ever mm. but it's it's reversible as they say you can get your body back your peace back and your energy back but the man will need to know that you're not a man unless you have a emotional sensitivity and so you start to have a relationship with your inner child okay so uh patrick Tihan, unfinished business is all the unprocessed events dynamics and roles we are given in the toxic family system essentially it's everything that needs to be processed so here's why semantics is important the implicit memory the charges they're all in your body now people don't understand that they shove that shit down and their behaviors they, like Janina Fisher says, should not be pathologized, but they should be explained. And a good therapist, therefore, will say, hey, you know what? We're going to work with your behavior, which comes with implicit memory, and they're going to explain to you stuff. And here's what a shame cycle and defectiveness. So the ones who are going to uh, try to have you understand, this is the part of there's no perfect way to do it, which is why there's so many different courses. Uh, and what you really just want to remember as they told me, and I'm like, I'm not a therapist. They're like, it's okay. When you work with people, just trust your nervous system. So intuitively speaking, we trust 
And you know what's beautiful about being a mystic, actually? I don't, I, I don't try to figure out words. I just allow stream of consciousness. And then I can work with myself as I interact with the person who is interacting with me. So uh, as Patrick says, I tell clients who are about to start my group work to use the group as an experiment to really work on the following questions. Were your parents really quote unquote right about you? Is it true that you were not caring enough about their needs? True that you were a bad kid? True that you were supposed to be the parent? True that you weren't lovable? Intellectually, he says, we can answer no to all, but the inner child usually cannot until healed. Done by the inner adult. So what I'm going to add to this, because I have trauma-informed courses and the somatic stuff, is that intellectually, that's your left mode. So yes, you can speak no, but the trauma memory is stored in your body, which is what comes up from your right mode. So it's the, he calls it the inner child, but I'm going to say you're going to notice that you might say no in your brain, but your body's going to feel, yeah, I was a bad kid. Yeah, I was actually. So the body's going to be like shying away kind of thing. And that's what you're going to want to notice if you're self-empowered. So it means you are the inner adult and you will not only intellectually say no, no, I, I wasn't uh, supposed to take care of my parents' need. No, I was not a bad kid. And as you get the feeling of the inner child coming up, you can, without needing to say to anybody, it's an inner dialogue. This is your left mode, you communicating. As you understand what's coming up is my trauma charge shit. <laughs> Thank you for showing up. As I said, I'm a beautiful kid. I was actually in an environment where I was not allowed to feel this way. And here's why he does inner child and inner adult work, Patrick Tian. So an individual who's educated enough on trauma memory and able to understand it's the sensations, images, affects that come up from you, the meaning you shut that intellectual left mode down immediately because you're already going to be telling yourself a story and identifying the emotion is you creating a relationship with what Patrick Tian calls a child. It's the charges but you don't need to really create a relationship. Here's what I'm going to share. It's you want to witness, which is what happens as soon as you notice, oh, wait, I am feeling like I was a bad kid. You're going to say, okay, I welcome you, inner child. And then you're going to say, it's bullshit. <laughs> Go away. And you're going to keep doing that. I mean, I'm, I'm laughing right now, but I, I don't have childhood trauma. So I'm not going to be able to understand if there's more to the picture. All of those who have done work, they say there is. So allow yourself to blow it away journaling they say supports uh, i'm going to say use equanimity in your mouth patrick tiahan doesn't agree with forgiveness and that's why i say you want to remember a person who has had childhood trauma will have a different way that they feel emotions i have a good relationships with emotions so for me it's very straightforward if i'm sad it's okay <laughs> go away it's it's and it's not go away because i'm going to bury you it's more of i see you I show yourself I'm dying to meet you like the Elsa song Frozen 2. I see you. You're, you're here. That's called you being able to regulate your own nervous system from distress to just it's cool. I got held in equanimity though my entire life. I got held by my mother with unconditional love and equanimity. She didn't let me get away with things that were physically dangerous. She did let me get away with being a child which is not actually letting me get away. She let me be a child. I got to be a child which means, no, you don't know what you're putting on today. I'm going to tell you, you need a jacket. I don't care if you think your friends are cool, wearing no clothes whatsoever. No, no, you're going to come here. I'm going to put jacket on you. What people don't understand about 
educating somebody uh, and I have a very very uh, fun Neapolitan household environment and there's no way you ain't a grown-up until maybe in your mid-20s and even then you need to get married or leave home or in and even then you're still going to be treated like hey what put your hat on put your coat on put this on and while people some that I've met they think this is ridiculous one of the things you learn from childhood trauma experts is that a child doesn't know how to dress themselves appropriately and so when you're allowing a kid to pick their own clothes, but this is not in, there's a lot of parents, they don't, they don't realize this. And they, in fact, tease the quote unquote overbearing mothers or fathers or people who instead are like, hey, I'm not going to allow my kid to be inappropriately dressed for the environment. They can look mismatched however the fuck they want, but they're going to dress for whatever environment it is. And this like I said, seems ridiculous to those who don't have the belief that that's why we're going to always have the lower toroidal people, the human suffering, because I've seen grown-ups justify and make up, oh, it's a wives' tale, oh, it's this, oh, it's like, uh, okay, I really don't think that you're understanding how if you don't teach somebody what to wear at the very least of layers, it's like with cotton, I mean, I don't buy the best clothes. This sounds ridiculous, but I don't buy, meaning I'm okay with buying other stuff because I don't sweat a lot. There's a lot of different things, but there are aspects that I've been taught and I can tell when I'm wearing material that is good quality versus material that doesn't have my skin breathe. Our inner and outer well-being involves so many aspects. It's like walking. I don't walk a lot because I work sitting down. People will say, ah, this day and era, this day and era. Is it about day and era or is it about us not being experienced with every single aspect? That's why we have a variety of people supporting each other. So with muscles, you know, th this is one of those areas where I see so much still lacking, not only in households, but in the educational system. So I'm going to get back to Patrick first. And this is just a side note. When people talk to me about inner and outer well-being, I'm thinking there's so many things that nobody actually regularly addresses I got a good education because I went to a military school. It wasn't uh, me military. My father was military. And I know that's thanks to me having been in a DODD school that I got certain things versus American kids that don't get any of this. Italian kids, I don't know. It depends where they're at. But I know that I got good sex education. I got good uh, dental education. I got a lot of good educational pieces since I was a kid. And I have a mother who consistently raised me to be in the middle don't eat too much don't do this too much don't do the and this is what it is to be an individual who's present and my mother worked she was single mother for some time so it, it's it's not nobody's going to be perfect at anything but there are things that you will if you're well-rounded at a certain point this is again I don't believe it's anything to do for me with my university which is where my mother will say education, I will say no. It's actually about, um, one, the ability to have what is common sense in my book, but that I've realized is really, really not common sense elsewhere. Okay, so let's keep talking about this uh, lovely Patrick, and then we'll move on to our continuation of the story. And just um, here is the part, the new stories is, 
any person who's a Cusco, an Isma, a Kronk, a Squirrel, an Ursula, they're all people who are not educated to know inner and outer well-being. And so it's not a competition. The human love narrative is of a group of people who know inner and outer well-being. I got here in certain ways and we get to talk about inspiring human potential and other people have gotten here other ways. But essentially, thank goodness for sciences because they dispel, there's no demon in a person's brain when there's the whole demonic possession one. And I have a clear view on this, which is where uh, it's not only a hypothesis, but I can't say that it's a proven thing either because, again, I'm not the science person. I just have educational courses and then I read and I look into and I've created the dots to where I know what's going on when I've watched these uh, what I consider now ancient docu-series, there's one of them on Netflix, and they're just in the past because they're recording a person's story with the past information. They have no Daniel Siegel. They don't have Patrick McNamara. They don't have this other dude that I saw being interviewed about consciousness who also would be able to talk about DID, so dissociative identity disorder. And there's no demon that, that, that this human being thinks they were possessed by the devil. What happened was a lot of other things. So we we're not going to talk about that one. But again, this isn't proven. However, for me, Maria, with all the information I got, I'm like, yep, I know what happened to you. <laughs> and I saw a little bit of your family. And I'm going to say that uh, it's not that the family was horrible. No, but until the 1990s, they would say to people, the psychology community, as long as you don't hit your kid with the frying pan, it's all good. So they had no fucking clue about the memory charges from your body. Now they do. And the ancient silverbacks don't believe in it. And oh, how no yoga brings a demon out of you. No, yoga actually gets shit moving. If only you knew of Peter Levine and how he shares you have trauma memory stored in your muscles, tissues, and your bones. And that we do have transgenerational trauma and that we do process it. So there's neurobiology, neuroscience, just biology. There's a bunch of different categories of subject matters. I'm going to say the only people I've heard know of this stuff are the very same people that are actually either teaching and updating good trauma therapists about this stuff or people like myself who want to support people for real, like seriously, not the ones who are weaponizing it, which would be the squirrels out there with the superhero powers or the ones who are not completely healed therapists who need to go and stay in therapy and stop conducting their videos <laughs> Because when you see a person who's licensed to be a therapist say, here, let me give you 10 ways to get underneath the skin of a narcissist. And they literally look like they're a person who for sure is not, um, you know, not healed. Because the minute that you're in front of a camera spitting vengeance from your mouth about a group of people who need a therapist and you're a therapist, I'm going to say childhood trauma survivor not healed uh, your parent must have been the narcissist in your household and now you've taken it up your mission is i am the superhero here's my cape all of you come come gather around and all of us be superheroes and there's our supervillain with the or parents or whatever the household and oh look you're all not recovered from your trauma yet you are all a spitting image of that charge and you're throwing shit in a camera Oh, but no, you're making actual videos and instructing people on how to get 10 ways to get underneath the skin. Like this, this is, it's almost like actively, in fact, hopefully at a certain point, they do something about this, uh, the, 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 the writing, the writing and what they're doing, because it makes me think when you take up martial arts, 
I don't do martial arts, but I remember any person who's ever done martial arts and the most of them, they tell you, you can't use this. And I think there's laws that say if you're black belt, da, 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 you're going to be considered an active weapon or something. So you'd be arrested if you use your martial arts in the street or something like that. I would say a person who's a therapist who's doing something like that, 10 ways to get underneath the skin, they should definitely, they're manipulating information, they're using it, and they're having people use it in a very not, it's like the squirrel in the Emperor's New Groove, where Cusco does not, you know, thank him for the little acorn, he throws it at him because Cusco's reactive, he was scared, not justifying Cusco, he was an asshole, we know this, but that's the point, he reacted because he was scared thinking that out of the bushes we're going to come a lion and so the perpetuation of trauma there you go transgenerational trauma so when you have a parent who has trauma and they're a narcissist don't need to create therapists to do what i've seen these people do and they don't even realize that they're not recovered yet no no they they're they're all over you know i've seen men women therapists do this shit it's like okay uh they're not actually inciting anyone to do. They're giving how-tos. Here's how to work through. And then they use the word empowerment. And uh, the, the sad thing is people think they're being empowered and they're not. They're just a being uh, a Cusco justifying their lies and a squirrel who's like, no, no, but I'm the good person. And so this gives me the, I'm the nice girl, the nice guy, the nice day. Because I'm nice, I'm going to justify that. Now I'm going to turn into this uh, shadow side of me. You know, the 4D mystics went, ah, you think you can get one over me? You see them on TikTok. You know? It's like, okay, you really need to get that anger circuit, you know, handle it with your therapist. Do something on screen. What are you doing? But this is the part I share with my lovely regular listeners. Um, don't forget, we all have a journey. And I sometimes forget. So let's leave to the land of the law, all that stuff, because, you know, we want freedom of speech, and as long as they're not breaking any laws, they're good. Ethical cults, culty cults, traditional cults, they got their 7 to 14 charming, and we all know what Peter Pan does. He's got the lost boys following them, and that's what you find. So you'll find people gathering around the, yoga brings a demon out of you, or I am a mystic, and I'm special, and when I get angry, here's my shadow side. And you know, you got people creating their parts saying, that they cleanse each other's energy sphere through sex. I was like, okay, I'm thinking that's not quite accurate. But you know what? I'm going to leave you alone to that tarot card because I know where that one's going. And as I said, so, uh, they could get good therapy. Some people find the group uh, story. And the story, it's not something that we need to do anything about because it's called the Human Suffering Love Group. And they love to bring you and give trace out love unrequainted. So basically, suffer. The sacred flame is over there. So I'm able to have that 5D oneness consciousness. Christ consciousness is an individual who gets to learn to be a pacha or is a pacha. And in all cases, it's a whole three old heart who understands we don't have to mingle and tingle with the people that actually are not able to be in what is called their integrated brain but we will have the opportunity to exchange with them interactions and to respectfully decline doing what they do because they're in a trauma safety behavior maladaptive response the adaptive child of theirs and they're not leading with their inner adults they're leading with their actual trauma okay so they're codependent types there's a lot of ways we can look at that let me put it to the side though we're going to finish reading patrick and then we're going to continue our story. 
and our conversation. Okay, so intellectually, you know, you yield, and thus is the part. So you witness, uh, you welcome what you're feeling, and that's the minute you know it's your child charged part or it's trauma, however, words you will learn to use to ask you to use your words because it's a sensation that comes up. And so they're going to want you to create a relationship. They, they're already there as mediators saying, look, this, this has a reason and it's called your childhood. It's okay. You don't need to be afraid. You're in a safe space. So you have a safe space to unload. It's, the mediator can be you or the mediator can also, again, be a group. Okay, so unfinished business is the fuel to our triggers and how we are in the world. So I'm going to repeat that and excuse the background noise. I'm not going to be able to do anything about that one. Unfinished business is the fuel to our triggers and how we are in the world. Triggers are those emotionally reactive responses. It's the unresolved trauma. So you don't need to feel necessarily ashamed. Some people will, no matter if you tell them, but the part is of understanding that that trigger was not something you consciously chose, that you were a one-year-old, a two-year-old, a three-year-old. This is why the behaviors, you are going to have time to work with yourself. And this is why psych education helps you to not feel ashamed of your reactivity, but to understand what's happening and then to choose how to handle the triggers you get to work that through because it's your awareness of wait a minute i'm being spiteful some people on purpose i'm being envious or jealous because i'm insecure i have the inner critic and outer critic i have the imposter syndrome i'm not going to go around telling people to filter their mouths or that i have some superhero ability because i have imposter syndrome and now i'm aware of it okay so there's a way that people can learn to talk to themselves in the equanimity land which is sensations come up images come up thoughts come up i'm working with unprocessed unfinished business it's unprocessed childhood charge dates trauma if it's too much to bear here's where people use self-soothing mechanisms and if they want their inner and outer well-being they're going to spot that and they're going to disengage they're going to say i'm going to substitute my drugs, alcohol, sex, food, whatever it is, workaholism, uh, shopaholism, I'm going to replace what is a self-soothing mechanism for when I'm stressed with something that is going to benefit my health, going to make me smile, is going to do something positive for me. I'm going to go and speak to those relationships, those people who love me and who I have fun with. There's plenty of ways. If you're on a healing journey, of course, this is the part. If you're surrounded by those who do not have your best interest in mind, it's going to be a lot more challenging, but uh, there's plenty of us out there who are wanting to support each other, to become pachas of the world, because it's our birthright, by the way. Every person is going to be able to, unless some reason, and the good therapist would tell us, but the integration of the brain, you have that capacity, your restorative embodied self, the mystic or not mystic, it's it's equally all can achieve this 5D oneness consciousness. It's your actual just human being health that you can get to. The dysregulated and modulated embodied individuals are the ones who would have more resistance, quote unquote, because this is the part. If they get into a good environment, then there's no longer resistance, but they need to first have around them or somewhere get the knowingness of what a good environment means, which is somebody who unconsciously loves you, 
you're accepted for who you are you don't have to work for love when you get into your moods and in whatever it is there's a person who's speaking to you you're a whole person they're going to treat you like such and you get seen by a secure attachment figure and here's our pachas of the world and we're like dude what's up what the fuck <laughs> what are you doing you know but that's that's the part it's more than just that bringing in the human spiritual and spirituality elements because see when you only say yoga or spirituality concepts people don't know what they're getting to do uh, most people aren't interested in any of these things but you're the ihp community listeners the ones of you who are here you're interested when I see people's eyes, I already know that they're like, oh, okay, whatever, too, too much information. I don't really care about any of this stuff. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay, so when you have triggers, it means there's charges that come up. You can handle them with meta-awareness and you then work with yourself. And if you have good people around you, they will work with you too. Because you'll say, hey, you know what? I'm working on this thing here. I want some support because I noticed that I do this, this, this. Can you help me out? And so that would be a person that knows what's going on and wants to actually improve their inner and outer well-being. And they will take the opportunity to spot those secure attachment figures and, and say, I want to welcome you in and I want to let you know what's going on. And, and I would love for you to help me work through my trauma. If they're with a good therapist, if they're not, they will probably just say, I have these bad habits and I want to work through them. And, and I think you can help me to work through them. So unfinished business, as he says, is the fuel to our triggers and how we are in the world. It keeps us from our peace. It keeps us from being in our bodies and enjoying our bodies because you're not expanding. This is me adding your window of tolerance. So this is the part of where learning to be comfortable in the uncomfortable and eventually it leads you to not having those. I, I, I don't know for childhood trauma how it works, but like with my panic attacks, it's been I don't know how many years now, but one finally, I think I'm assessed with the whether it's freeze and energy body, not sure, but now I can totally tell when my chemistry's off. I can tell, you know, whatever's going on. So it's it's a lot less uncomfortable. It hasn't completely gone away when this past year, 2023, I had a couple of situations. They were uncomfortable, but not as uncomfortable because I'm so used to it now. So it's more of, okay, I, I know how to handle it and I know what it is. So my brain isn't freaking out about it as much. And there's still people who don't understand, though, that it does follow you. So then this is what I was saying. I don't know childhood trauma, but I know that my life has been affected and does continue to be affected by these episodes because it's really any one of you who knows it's just awful to be places and have um stuff happen and you're just like what the hell it's your my body even just thinking about it it gets rigid so that's the part the rigidity means i need to protect myself i'm not feeling comfortable and i don't know what's going to happen and that's called fear which is a natural response and so for childhood trauma i'm not sure if there's um the way that a person will feel it i'm assuming will feel that they might not be lovable because that's usually I'm not lovable I am not good enough and so being able to zero that one out or walk with it uh, is what you get to learn to do so again Patrick Tian he's great and he has a community for any one of you who feels called to go there um, so as he says it keeps us from being energized the way we want to be yes because you know your, your body's going to completely be trying to not like for me i try not to use my left mode in control but my right mode's online and i'm like okay i need to just sit here and try to be 
um, you know, and so there's that just breathing, the breathing part. Okay, working on it is about reclaiming our power. So yes, you you also can push yourself. I I push quote unquote myself in in my own ways. Okay, and uh, this is where he is creating and raising awareness on childhood trauma, unfinished business, uh, education on childhood trauma. So. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about our lovely stories. Before we do that, though, um, your humanity and my humanity, very basic. There are energies about um, a centaurid meteor shower that began on uh, the 8th of February, and it's active until the 21st. So just keep those things in mind. We also had a new moon that was on the 9th, and as Valentine's Day approaches, we all know about love is in the air. So when we have energies for my lovely mystics, you usually will be having expansion of light body. Your clairs might be active. This all depends on your journey and what you're actually doing in uh, an effort to just get to our stories. Most important part, sleep well, drink well, all that great stuff. Keep your health, physical health. And for the aspect of how you're feeling with your window of welcome or a window of tolerance, which is why the good therapists that are out there, they have so much information. There's like the nutshell lady talks about anxiety, nervous system. And uh, this is something that I've seen a lot of the 4D community uh, and even 5D community, uh, both equally know how to share with anyone about what's going on because how can i explain this um because we all have the same symptoms because we are sensitive to the energy sphere that's what it is we we tapped into this secondary grid the secondary no it's not secondary grid it's a secondary perception however uh, needing to make a big deal out of it isn't necessary either so when I meet 4D, they're always talking about um, the energies as if it's destabilizing. And that's because they've not learned yet how to work with the nervous system in a human way. They don't, they don't have the attachment or trauma information. Even if they're doing personal development through, here's my tarot reading, uh, here's my channeled guidance. I've seen Reiki practitioners. Uh, they don't actually support you to understand you don't need to be in a sense of destabilization or fear so i'm going to bring this to the table and that would be one if you meet any good 5d educator who's a mystic like one person i don't remember what their name is but they explained kundalini awakening as well as spirituality awakening but in this case they were focused on kundalini awakening would not and is not going to be something drastic and the same thing goes, I get to share with you about both because nothing has been drastic. But those panic attacks and the energy body expansion, that definitely was something that was in moments mild, then peak, and then, you know, back to mild. And here's where talking about it as a human aspect is not any less meaningful. Actually, what I have to share with you is this, the 5D Collective, are people who are learning how to be their own safe haven. It's called, I regulate my nervous system into my ventral vagal soothe system. This is as straightforward as it gets. Human suffering love narrative, 4D, 3D, whenever I have shared with people how to work with, whether it's anxiety, panic, with people, 
they've always had a reaction. Instead of welcoming the information, uh, they are triggered by their unfinished business. So ergo, could use good therapy, childhood, whoever it is, whatever it is, they don't. They talk though about Kundalini awakening, spirituality awakening, and then they talk about dark night of the soul, ego death, becoming squirrels of the emperor's new groove. And that's why you'll see them say, oh, my, my shadow work, I'm doing my shadow work, or oh, oh, this is, is going to destabilize. So right now we are again in a moment of transformation. I knew the timeline, and so here's where I'm sharing for the 5D mystic collective. You're not going to be destabilized unless you ignore that you're a person. If you ignore that you're a person and that you have a nervous system and you ignore, therefore, the good information that can explain to you, one, what a window of tolerance is, two, about somatics. So it's not about you needing to go pathologize yourself. We've seen those people. They're all out there. You can't trigger me. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I'm saying once you say, oh, wait a minute, I do think my nervous system. So for me, I knew already energy body expansion. I'm not disengaging from having the charged parts because I'm a human like everybody else. We have a zero one year old attached panicky, a three to seven shame submissive, the freeze of all ages and flight 11, 12 and fight 14, 15, 16. These are the charged parts that I learned we all have from my lovely teacher, Sue Martin, who's a therapist. And when I thought of them, I'm like, yep, I can identify mine. And when I continue to think about me, I'm like, well, I definitely have had moments where my freeze response probably took place. Like when I was two or three, uh, my mother, to help my twin sister and I learn how to swim because she got taught that way, what did she do? She just threw us in the pool. I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty sure Maria's body is like, what is this? And I had a freeze response, even though she says we just, you know, swam very easily. But that's where from the external, you're not going to notice what's happening inside. And here I'm going to give you an example of this. Fast forward, I'm 44 now, and I was in a couple of situations in the past year in a place where I have friends familiar with them all. And now that I have this information of the charge parts, I literally, when I'm looking in somebody's eyes, I've noticed that I begin to actually see, wow, there's that three-year-old. And so they're implicit memory stuff. The, 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 it's, it's not obviously the child version, but the mystics here, if you're a mystic in 5D and enlightenment, so age group, I have to add that because you will have no trauma memory lingering in your own self. You're only going to have what are those, if the sensations and emotions come up, you know how to, again, have a window of welcome. You know what's yours. And that's why you are your spirituality process because you know, oh, here's my <coughs> self-ego Maria stuff. I can put it over here and I can sit in meta-awareness because I'm sitting in presence. So I know when my top down, which is easy, the intellect part, we shut it up. And the sensations, it's top um, down up. That's my body. So if I'm having, let's say I'm having a panic attack moment, I know what's going on. And I can say, okay, let me put those aside, my thoughts aside, and let me try to maintain my prefrontal cortex, which I easily can do. Because again, there's no physical weapon in front of me. So a person who's meta-aware, what I'm describing is something straightforward for a person who has integration of the brain capacity, capabilities, and all of us apparently do. But the part that people don't understand is when they're tainting with their charges and emotions. So, And when I say understand, I mean that they don't say, oh, wait a minute, I have some angry emotions going on. 
If they did, they'd be like, let me put it aside. Oh, wait a minute. I have some envy, jealousy. I feel in my gut right now. I'm upset. They don't say, oh, wait a minute. This is my shit. What is it? What is it doing here? No, they, they'll use it with the thought. So anyways, the part of this story, let me go back. And as I was witnessing something take place, it was the second time I was in this uh, situation and a specific human being who's uh, consistently irregular as I am in the place we hang out. Now, they are always a big mouth, meaning they think to share that if anything ever bad happened, that they're a protector and they're this and they're that, and they're really big. So, you know, you, you see me next to them, they're a giant, I'm, I'm a little small human being. And they're always boasting about this. I saw them in a, in a very specific incident and bodies move like mine. Mine will do fear responses, which is why people who are good observers are like, I think fear is what you dominate with. And it's like, yep, definitely. So whenever somebody's giving me those cues, my loved ones, I love it because I get to actually take note of how my body was moving and I get to figure out, okay, I wonder what it was that made me uncomfortable or whatever. It's, it's getting familiar with your own movements and then to be able and actually work with the fear because there's no need for me to be in a fear response so when you're growing up again you will carry with you all of those charge parts my teenager definitely was not fond of any teenagers nor was my adolescent i don't think of any of those teenagers as pachas they're all cuscos liars liars pants on fires which is why as a grown-up, there's no difference because you will know a pacha when you meet one. And that's because they actually will be authentic and genuine about their emotions, about who they are. So they won't hide. I have vulnerabilities. I have weaknesses. They're going to straightforward. Just talk about it. Because as you grow up, that's what you decide to do. You decide if you're going to build genuine relationships. So some people, they don't. Okay, so I'm going to finish that example and as i was saying the ascension energies they don't make a big deal the first year that i had the light body stuff happening was the only year i was like okay schumann resonance uh, astrology new moon full moon by the second year i'm like okay if i don't move out of thinking that i'm always going to be affected by this i'm going to stay stuck here because my brain my thinking is consistently honed in on oh what's going on out there what's going so i need i'm the one who's going to break free from it by saying okay you know what, let's put that to the side. I, Maria, have a body. What's my 12 months? And in fact, it was actually already straightforward because I began to notice the every quarter. So that by the third year, I'm like, okay, here's every quarter. And then it was like the fourth year I was familiar with me. And then Sadhguru, I think, came about, uh, I lose track of time. But long story short, it was not destabilizing because I didn't sit and say, ah, dark night of the soul no what i was like what is this there's no dark night of the soul there's no ego death i'm still maria i don't know what they're talking about why do they keep talking about shadow self i don't have ups and downs this way so the people who have this pattern they're doing their karma wheel which is why the 4d is going to stick to their human suffering energy vibration because they don't say it's my subconscious and conscious the human me and they don't begin to work with their child parts they don't become their adult self. They stay a teenager who has child parts who is not actually in any way, shape, or form tending to the safe haven part. You're not learning how to do your, let me get out of my sympathetic, hypervigilant mode into my inner adult. Let me work with my unfinished business. It's unfinished, not because it was 
So here's how I'm going to share. If you were one and then two and then three and then four, do you really expect this is the part for me? Common sense. Hello. Has anybody ever actually just sat to think, wait a minute. Okay, this makes sense. They're saying we have charge parts. They're saying that everybody, why would it not make sense? Uh, some people, again, that's why they don't believe in it because they're like, no, no, I don't have emotions. What are you talking about? It's a nervous system. Yes, that's the point. Energy and motion. Oh, I don't like that explanation. That's bullshit. It's not that. Okay, well, you know, what can we say? So the, that's where that stands. Okay. What I witnessed with the giant was a freeze response is what I wanted to get to. When I looked at their body movement a second time, if not a third time, this happened where I literally in, in a moment of, of, of where they were saying, just call me, just call me. They were called to go help. I literally saw them move away. And then once the danger had passed, they were told by the people who had called them to help. You were supposed to come. You didn't come. No, I was right there. I was right there. That was not true. The minute that they got called was the minute I saw like a little kid moving far, far away from danger. And then once again, the danger is passed. Okay, now I'm going to speak my mouth and pretend this is all unconscious, by the way. That's why, you know, when you look at a room, and I have, and I do, and uh, the people who are Cusco's, they, didn't, they don't notice. It's not because they don't want to. It's that they actually judge quote-unquote a book by its cover so the person's humongous uh, the person's always saying I'm gonna be there I'm gonna save I'm gonna this I'm gonna that they do tend to nurture and care for their connection so they do part of what they say but at the end of the day the the, the beneath the surface is actually very clear but again uh, you need a, an eye and the eye is not something that all are interested in gathering it's not uh good or bad but long story short you want to get to know your body so that's number one when you know you uh, that's when you can put to the side and you can say yes you know what actually I'm a person who most likely will respond with fear and I will cower away so like I always share I'm not a person who's going to say I can be there because I don't know I don't know what my body's going to do and actually I'm pretty certain my body will save me first and if I am a four foot nine, which I am, if I'm small and I'm in a room full of people, I'm going to move away from it. And in fact, what I've learned, because I like corners, and I remember as I grew up, people are like, corners are not a good idea. You need to get out somewhere. So I actually pay attention to my my body. And a uh, few times, because I don't, I don't want to be in any kind of situation that I need to do that, but I've gotten better at not going towards corners, <laughs> which sounds really silly, but my birthday surprise was where I was like, oh, good job, body, because I actually went towards the door versus a corner, which would then corner me and I would be easy prey. And again, these are ridiculous things that I personally don't think about. I don't have to. And when you meet the teenage people, Cusco's, let's get to stories of our relationships. So they're not living relationships like functional adults. They're not 5D, mystic or not. Okay, so Let's get to some storytelling. When Apacha is around, I notice, and I've noticed more and more thanks to my trauma-informed courses, what I am around. And I don't actually make it my mission to, to do too much socializing because I got plenty of friends already, so I'm not into meeting new people. I, I like to meet educators personally. But when I witness groups, it's very straightforward to me. 
some things that are uh, not a person's well-being. So we're going to use a general, a general story here. As I began our episode, we talked about the uh, you know clothing, eating, anything. So I'm going to think that I'm talking to at least 20-ish year old individuals. So between 20, because I it's explicit content, between 20 and 40, I know that that's my demographic and it seems that a good portion of you are women. But obviously the personal development is for all human beings. And so when we talk about a pacha, it's a person who has the ability to be in a room with people and not hold anyone into, oh my God, how dare you do that? Okay. So Pachas know no person is heartless and that's because we know that every person began their life as a zero one-year-old. So I am speaking to you from a space of kindness and compassion with an integrated brain. Mystic or not, I've always personally known I will not say something unkind because that's where if you can't say something nice, say nothing. Take a bit of good advice. And that song stayed stuck in my head and I got to grow up with Jesus and Jesus talked to me, taught me and talked to me about forgiveness and God taught me I was made the way he wanted me to be made. And today I'm beyond all of that, meaning I'm simply a differentiated self. Thank you, Daniel Siegel. So I have a whole heart. I don't have shame and I'm able to be that spirituality process and bring to you the human element. So once you have no charges that are unknown to you, because that's what I had, I don't have in my book, there's no trauma memory. Freeze response is a charge. And that's, again, normal for what I've come to know of my own body, Maria's body, my own nervous system. I'm not ashamed of being afraid. I thank my body and my brain for keeping me in safety. And anybody who wants to say you're a wimp, I'm like, yep, I'm a wimp. That's okay. Bye. <laughs> and I'm out. Okay, so this is the number one. When you can love yourself first, it's because you're being yourself and you're saying, fuck you if you don't like me. And doesn't matter how old you are, even if it's fuck you with fear, you're still going to leave that room, okay? So it's very straightforward. I got taught how to be my own person. But my mother says, because I asked her at a certain point about respect, and when she taught it to me, and she said I was immediately able to harness the the word and I put it into practice immediately and to give this equal okay you respect my body I respect your body and don't disrespect me and and I of course will not disrespect you but if you do cross a line I will completely disengage from you in fact this is where I don't waste any time I'm disengaging I learned how to become more flexible as I got older. So when you move into adulthood, you get out of that black and white thinking, which is part of our brain structure, by the way, as we grow up. The teenager has a pruning process when you get to adolescence. And then there, that means that there's some of those neuro whatever that gets uh, dropped off. This is from my interpersonal neurobiology. And our brain structure develops completely for women. It's 25, the executive decision-making functions of our human being brain. And for biological men, it's 27. And the executive decision-making functions are for long-term decision-making. So these are important data points. Obviously, sciences and all those people that study and can explain it all better might be able to find new shit for us. It's not shit, but, you know, new information. In the meantime, based on this, I'm going to share your capacity to be an equanimous and emotionally mature and moving into the rainbow of the spectrum of, you know, beautiful adult land begins from 25 
for the biological women, 27 for the biological male. Again, you can also be non-gender, but I'm saying your brain will at that point be able to have certain capacity that prior, just the perception was different. Okay, let's put it like that. Okay, so without any more of the psych education, storytelling time, you know what inner and outer well-being is, and you know what common sense is, and you know, practically speaking, we all need a job to be able to move forward we're talking about city people even if you live in a town you need work okay you need money or something or you need to build land you need something to do okay right okay so city town don't matter when you have a community you're always going to see that uh, there is there is some type of community okay so healing trauma community involves pachas and it involves always pachas, leading Cusco's to pacha land. We're just going to equate it right there. Okay, so we don't address people who are liars, liars, pants on fire with shame, blame, fault, or revenge. Pachas will address Cusco's the way pacha does and keep that handshake. And so equanimity, wholeness, and I will speak to you like a person and I will speak directly. I will not lie to you. I will know, functional adults know how to use their mouths because automatically I'm in the presence of a human being. Independently from what your manners are, I know how to say you're a human and you're not heartless. That's it. That's all. You have no weapon. I'm not engaged in a safety behavior maladaptive response. When somebody is, that's their adaptive child, which you can easily say, hey, you know what? Your manners, they're fascinating to me. Um, I think I'm going to disengage from them now. And it's never challenging. <clears throat> what I mean by that is it's never hard to speak a truth for a pacha. It can be emotional. It can be upsetting. Oh, it can be a lot of things. You will not keep your mouth shut. You will keep your mouth shut when it's meant to be shut. So if I have a human suffering person who wants to do drama... That's when I say, I'm so sorry, I hug you, I'm here to hear you, and my mouth is shut, and you get to share. Now, if the plan is to be in a structural dissociation, they won't be able to do that with a pacha. They need somebody who participates to the story. So whenever somebody is ruminating, if they want to ruminate, and so be in a karma wheel, they need the people who will be listeners and engage with oh my gosh really no way no 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 so just saying there's ways that dialogues work okay so that doesn't heal trauma by the way that though is something that people don't want necessarily they want i'm not going to say they want i'm going to say that the human suffering love tale is what they're uh, all about and they consider people shitty so I uh, know that as this energy and energies are about, some people are going to be going through a human suffering story. They already have began and they are not going to leave the energy of destabilization, which is why those 4D and 5D readers, when they're talking to their community and they say there's some anxious energies about there's uh, stuff that's going to go down, stay calm, whatever it is, however they say that, whenever I'm hearing them, I'm like, no, not, not for 5D collective. We're not destabilized. Our nervous systems are happy and dandy. We have physical health, emotional health, mental health. We know that life presents to us uncertainties and we're ready to handle it because our safe haven capacity is in our prefrontal cortex. So it's not about disregarding the aspects that are of uncertainty. It's that our nervous system literally and actively 
physically doesn't get destabilized because we're grounded in reality. So I have been grounded since ascension began in reality because I've always went to my doctors. Am I okay? Am I okay? I'm okay with being a hypochondriac. Make sure my nervous system is good, whatever it is. I'm not dying of some major something. And every year, that's why today I can say, now, no destabilization. Uncomfortable, of course. Who likes panic attacks? No one. But do I need to whine about it? No. You know how interesting it is when you're giving somebody a way to work with their panic attack and they literally get angry at you and they start being all agitated. Like, what? what is today I know of that as a person who went through structural dissociation? It's projecting. And they didn't notice. Now, even if I had said, what's up? Why are you so upset? I'm not upset. That's a person who has no relationship with their right mode of the brain and their body because they didn't hear their own tone. I can hear my own tone. If somebody presents to me, hey, your, your, your tone, I'm like, you know what, you're right. Hey, your face looks like you're in fear. When I get agitated, people that signal me, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I actually am paying attention because I don't notice, of course, but if somebody immediately starts to share with me, which my friends do and any of us do when we're caring about each other, we, if you're aware of yourself, will say, okay, let me take a step back. I can calm my nervous system down. I can calm my tone down. I can, I can regain my composure. Okay, so it's when you're aware of yourself and it's because the cues of the people that are in front of you, you're, you're listening to them without thinking, oh, they're judging me or they're because that's when you're able to comfortably be yourself. It's because you know yourself. So yourself, I'm dying to meet you. Okay, so having, again, a little bit of this and that. When you see people who want to say we care about each other, but they don't, you're going to see them promote unhealthy activity, talk about each other behind each other's back, and then there's the whole, oh, we're the good people of our group. Oh, they're the bad people. So you see what is basically teenage land. That's another thing that people are going through. So we have people with the human suffering love narrative going on right now uh, and so between breakups or just people who are single and tragically thinking oh my gosh why am I all alone da, 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 da. and again love is part of life however there's no need for it to be dramatic and so any of you who might uh, be in the equation of oh, I don't know about what she's talking about Okay, so in this case, not necessarily anything related to trauma, okay? But what I'm going to share with you is love is easy. And it's about two people who share joy and life together. It's as straightforward as it gets. If there are ruptures and or splinters, it means that you can recalibrate because you can use your mouth if you're a functional adult. So whenever I have an individual in my life that I notice there is a splinter, I will seek to repair. And there are times where those repairs don't take place at all. And instead, every time there's another splinter, there's more of the uh, disconnect. When there's enough splinters in any type of relationship, what this will indicate is, okay, we're really not able to harmonize. That's all that happens. And yes, it can be very, very uh, emotional because sadness is about not connecting with someone you love. But because a person who's 5D is not going to be a teenager in their angry circuit, pointing a venomous tooth at somebody and saying, how dare you make up a fairy tale because you promised me something, which is bullshit. So 
I mean, I was a teenager and you, there's time for us to get to know each other. You need time. Time will tell me the truth. So either you're going to be interested in growing a relationship with me or not. And intimacy is not about our physical contact. It's actually about you and I sharing moments of life together consistently and appreciating it together. That's very straightforward again. And if you actually love me, you're not going to tell me to do drugs, to drink alcohol, to smoke cigarettes, and to do anything that we all know. I, I was a smoker. I still smoke cigars. But what I'm saying is when we nag at each other as we're growing up, and that's where if you really think about it, people do stupid shit as adolescents and teenagers. I definitely learned how not to be a stupid idiot in one year of my adolescent life, and I did though become a smoker. And I would say uh, that's my only vice besides coffee. Today, I still drink some, and that's my other vice now, right? So moderation is key, and when people that love me will tease me or do stuff when I'm drinking sometimes a little bit more than not, we all tease about it, but that's the part of we are all seriously always keeping an eye out for each other. And so uh, if a mother, my mom, will nag at me sometimes, if she's going to be my mother, she's going to nag at me. If you don't nag at each other when it comes to inner well-being, are you really caring about each other? Okay, so the people were like, oh, they're so annoying. Uh, it's another thing if some stranger walking around goes, oh, they're an enabler. They're, they're doing wrong. They're, I'm going to go judge that family over there right now because they did something that I learned they shouldn't do. Those are all people that we ignore. Totally ignore them. I, I totally disengage. I, I, whenever I'm about, uh, what's the word, whenever I come across someone who I figure out is a squirrel, Yes, uh, I, I learned how to learn to just recognize it and, and that's it. So um, people who are in those modes, they, they are quite uh, interesting. Put that to the side because they're hypocrites, complete hypocrites. They're, I don't even want to say they're worse than the ones who don't know what they're doing because the ones who don't know what they're doing are actively individuals who are not only leading an unhealthy life because they do the drinking and the drugging and the fucking and all that teenage stuff i call it teenage stuff even though it's not but that's when you're going to make stupid shitty decisions as a teenager again i learned in one year nope not making any stupid decisions i've told any person that's ever met me is like yeah i learned pretty quickly about cusco land yeah i'm not a part of it that's why i don't waste time with cusco's and the minute a person presents to me that they are a Cusco is the minute that I'm recalibrating because you are not sharing with me life. You are sharing with me a facade. And I can play a facade because I know how to play the game of life as an authentic person, though. You're not going to hear a lie from my mouth. I'm just going to know that I'm not dealing with a pacha. I'm dealing with somebody who doesn't know who they are yet. And again, this isn't good or bad. It just is what happens when people have unfinished business because they don't know their self. So again, uh, when you're seeing people treat each other, the immediate indicator to me that people love each other in a healthy way and so that they're knowledgeable and that they're mature and that there's pachas in the room is going to be how they share life and how they discuss the challenges and they don't make it into a competition. There's awareness. Some people do suffering. Some people do love. So we got pachas and cuscos in a room. Okay, and that's a great balance. When we have the squirrels, 
the hypocrites that think they know it all that's where we have what i call like the mean girls because it makes me think of the imbalanced masculine and the imbalanced feminine which would be these voices that are chaotic they're not rigid because the rigid is the imbalanced masculine who just hides away from feelings they get chaotic and they think they know everything because they're also intuitive so when you find four mystics, that's where they're at i'm my shadow self right now i'm embracing my dark side which means i'm going to be the bitch of the situation and they literally think that that's actually them healing somebody and doing light work no no you are being an angry circuit right now a teenager and you're completely the squirrel from the emperor's new group you're not doing anything to heal anyone except for let me justify my self-righteousness and perpetuate what is essentially your anger and your stuff and project it to other people and say it's life oh everybody out there why does everybody make money and i don't make money i've seen people who literally envy jealousy revenge spite like they're all over this money thing in a way that is so distorted it's 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 really really interesting so i'm going to put that to the side because that's part of channel guidance i'm probably going to get a channel guidance out for you for tomorrow though not today so back to stories uh anyone who's a squirrel is not doing anything except for being a squirrel and they're going to be with other squirrels and they're going to have fun with their squirrels and, and we don't even do like let me talk to you no the cuscos they want us to talk to them so the pachas get to hang out with cuscos and again when we see groups not being balanced what we're going to find are the hypocrites which would be basically cusco without pacha and uh, where they think that isma is actually going to benefit them while isma is just as unhealthy as can be and there's your codependent toxic abusive family household and people who can have the ability to make their group and their home and their relationship as patrick tian has presented in one of his little shorts when you have codependency individuals that are actually low self-esteem in direct communication they have passive aggressive tendencies they don't know healthy boundaries because they actually don't know how to maintain a flexible adaptive coherent and energized and stable brain you need the integration of the brain in the forefront which means i know that i have emotions i know that i have thoughts i'm going to work to become a person who stands and speaks with my mouth and not use my anger i will learn how to i'm angry right now so it's not a good time to talk i'm going to come to you when i'm ready to talk for example that's a first step and eventually it's i'm really angry so right now my words are not coming out the way i want you know this is the part you can all do this any person can do this if they try uh except the ones who will say no 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 they're the ones who won't say no no to me they're going to have already a good therapist and say i'm working with my emotional triggers with my good therapist so for me this is not something i'm capable of doing yet but i look forward to being able to do it because it sounds really awesome to be able and stand in front of somebody and not have a reaction because i'm empowered because that's what it feels like when you're empowered you're not run by your emotions your child is run by your emotions and you're not the adult of you you're the cusco and the teenager of you so again uh, when you see a group you'll notice if they're supporting each other because they'll nag at each other for the bad habits and they won't be nice about it sometimes because some people they're really stubborn about their bad habits and the people who care will be like hey and they will have the little spit spat about no no and yes and no and so they keep their they keep their group in quote-unquote check because obviously we have different groups going on here but there's always pachas and cuscos together when you find 
the actual healing of trauma. Now, when it comes to romance, just to close on out with that, if you have a true potential group, whether you're polyamory or monoamory, my lovely listeners, when you love someone, you're going to support that they fly and be who they want to be. You're going to have compersion no matter what. You're going to do whatever it takes that they can see the beauty in being their whole three-year-old self. And when it's romance, it's because obviously two or more people, again, mono or poly, there's that angle. Sometimes it has nothing to do with romance. It's pure love, which is beautiful because you still are going to be a Pacha and a Cusco and together to create the ability for a person to become their own Pacha, your own guru. There's so many different words, your own enlightenment soul age group. But what it is, is your own inner adult. And it's your restorative embodied self. And it's your human being mammalian birthright. From the updated good trauma therapist, you and I all, our body and our brain, the embodied brain, is looking always to return you home to yourself, which is why the Elsa song keeps coming to my mind. Being yourself is about you being able to have all of those charges. And if there's any unfinished business that is really big, big trauma or small trauma, that you have the ability to say, okay, I'm going to go work with my body and my embodied brain because there's great mental health professionals out there that are telling me my behaviors are not needing to be pathologized. That I have a body that shit, it stores shit in it. And you know what? The ones who don't believe it, they're the ones who are the good therapists go to prisons and talk to those who think they're scumbags like uh, Russell Colts. He, he's talked about his stories when he's been to prison. He helps with anger management. And they're like, don't you know we're the scum of the earth? And in fact, he calls uh, people who have a shame Teflon, a uh, shame defectiveness button that they have a Teflon brain for anything that's good. But that's normal because they, they grew up feeling that they're loathing themselves inside their body. People feel their shit. So I'm going to disengage because, you know, this is where that scale of Michael Stone from 1 to 22, 1 to 7 are the ones that we can maybe support. The ones from 7 to 14, we need to get them out of seats because they're using their charming shittiness to do shit that I see all the time and others don't necessarily. But the ones who do, we all know who they are. And then the 14 to 22, they usually end up in prison. So they need to be supported by people like Russell Coates to get their uh, stuff into, okay, wait a minute, we can work with you. And that's where the law can impose good therapy, even though there's a whole journey for this. And we also have subject matter experts who still don't agree on the fact that, for example, DID exists. We have actual mental health professionals who fight about shit like this. And yeah, that is shit to me. But I get it because I have been in academia and also because I'm a person. And when people have an ego, guess what their little intellectual left mode does when they're not in their right mode? When you don't have access to your heart because it feels like it's a piece of shit, which means you think humans are a piece of shit. That's why we got Cusco's and squirrels out there. And that's why we still have a bunch of those who think evil actually exists in a, a story of the whole devil and da 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 put to the side the religious institutions please they have their place in time and they're going to continue to have their place for the 3d collective uh, the 4d collective are people who are in-betweens and they're more likely ursulas and squirrels 
They represent, uh, again, no uh, threat because they have Peter Pans and all they do. They also basically live, what is it, pseudo-liveness, and they don't move over into bringing together spirituality, spiritual, and human elements. They just stay in their stories. You'll see them talking about their special group, like the, well, I'm going to leave that alone. So anyways, moving that to side and, and moving to our 5D collective, which is who we want to uh, look into because we get to say, okay, let's become our safe havens. We get to regulate our nervous systems ourselves and together, and we get to heal trauma together with those who are open to becoming their three-year-old whole self. And so trauma, it's relational. That's why intimacy is the core. Intimacy is your relationship with your own brain and your embodied brain to the number one yourself by the time you're like you know what i want to grow relationships i'm a mammal and so when it comes to romance it's the same thing i know that love means a person's going to want me to be a pacha and that doesn't mean anything except for be a member of your society treat your body, treat your brain, treat all of this good. Be sim It's simple. It's very simple. Let's walk step by step because life is grounded in reality when you're not hypervigilant or in pseudo-liveness. The teenagers do the hypervigilant pseudo-liveness. And again, these are all human suffering, love narrative, either through that uh, lower troidal field where they're going to continue to think that love is like a Romeo and Juliet. The ones who are Cusco's, they stay over there. There's no Pacha. So again, 3D, 4D, other soul age groups. And uh, not good or bad. Nope, just a way of living their own mental, emotional, and physical plane. This is always going to be about personal development. So they do not heal trauma. They're not part of the new stories. They're part of what we will say, stop being a non-disciple because that's what you are. Well, you want to tell me you're nice, you're not nice, you're not uh, helping anyone, you're actually part of what I'm going to say is a quote-unquote problem. Because you think you know it all and you don't, and you're actually having shame, blame, fault, and revenge mannerisms, which are not going to support anyone who is seeking to come and be their self, because you don't know how to be yourself yet. And on that note, when we see those non-disciples, we spot them like a hawk because their energy is not expansive. And it's very sad, but some, again, they don't want to move over here. So what we spot is the individuals who are pacha material, but it's because they spot us and our eyes lock. So the people who then want to expand, they continue to build those relationships. And in fact, what's beautiful, by the way, right now in this month is that those who are ready to expand have been removed from the uh, vicinity, quote unquote, in one way, shape or form of those who are not expanding. And uh, it is a blessing always and not in disguise pachas of this lovely land they will know you know what i know exactly what it is to be a human i'm imperfect and flawed i deserve unconditional love so romantically speaking no person will be with anyone who is going to not lift them up when they are down it's number one you push me down you automatically are telling me you don't know how to love i will address it 
I will try to figure out what's going on because you're obviously under some type of stress. We will recalibrate. And if recalibration happens, then we continue to expand and actually we've built an even stronger bond than before because we've addressed what is happening. Okay. And so it's always love. The only people who don't do the I move into expansion are the ones who say, no, no, they pushed me down on purpose. And they begin that war between the uh, right and wrong. And, and you know, that, that's, again, so those who do that right now, they're not going to move into a happy energy. They're going to move into their next cycle repeat. And uh, for those of us instead who heal trauma together, we build relationships with those who are growing to become the Pacha version of their self. It's very beautiful. We'll be back with more. Please be kind, loving, compassionate. If you have any questions, let me know. And remember, for guidance for personal development, we have the subscription-based model content. You send in what specific question you have. You have heard all about everything I know and don't know and all that. So you know exactly what I can support you with or not. And we have mentorship one-on-one, and I'm still trying to get started with our masterclass. So stay tuned. And again, remember, we have YouTube as well. So if you go and follow me there, it's always inspiring human potential. Once we get to the 1K, we're going to have some membership content, but I haven't evaluated. Although I foresee that it will be the same model, we'll we'll have those of you who want just ask your questions because that way you get your questions answered and then the community they get to also uh, make use because it'll stay within the community content. So I hope you're having a wonderful day. We'll be back with more and thank you for tuning in.